Did perimenopause or menopause catch you off guard? Weird symptoms appearing from nowhere? Wondering who is this person who's inhabiting your body? And most of all, having no one to talk to about it? It happened to me, too. And with all the chaos that it was causing me, I knew I had to figure it out. I dug in, reading often outdated books and searching obscure references on the internet. I learned how our shifting reproductive hormones mess with every cell in our bodies. And as I realized how complete this hormonal disruption was, I became determined to help other women understand and control their own menopause journey. Because menopause matters. And here, we talk about all things menopause. I'm your host, Jean Andrus, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Jean Andrus, the menopause guru, and this is Menopause Matters, the podcast, where we talk all things menopause. And today we're going to talk about a topic that you might be saying, how does this relate to menopause? Because we're going to be talking with Rita Mind about dreams and dream interpretation. Rita Mind had amazing dreams and nightmares since she was a child. Most of them could inspire a film scenario. Even if people around her made her feel small for telling her dreams, she knew that there was a hidden meaning behind them that she needed to find out. Her dreams are so unique and creative, they deserve to be give birth to something bigger, a book, a film, or a show. She decided to create a one-woman show about her own journey in interpreting her dreams and releasing fears. Rita also delivers online sessions to interpret dreams on the purpose of releasing fears and installing new beliefs. Rita, welcome to Menopause Matters. It's so great to have you here today. Is there anything else you'd like to add to your biography that I just read? Hi, Jan. Thank you for inviting me in your podcast, first of all. Uh, well, uh, I'm usually introducing myself as a dream teller and someone who likes analyzing, interpreting her own dreams and other people's dreams also helping other people uh, find the messages in their dreams because uh, most of our dreams are helping us to find an answer to a question, to find a way to release our biggest fears, to work with our limiting beliefs. And um, I started as a very small girl uh, when I was about five years old, uh, my parents wanted to spend some time on their own. And uh, I was spending lots of weekends with my grandparents and having a lot of fun with them. I was feeling great uh, with my grandparents. But at that time, I started having some weird dreams being uh, followed in circles inside the grandparents' house. And waking up sweating, a little bit confused. And of course, what to do? I was telling my nightmare to my grandmother, who thought that I'm too scared, that uh, this should stop. She, uh, she thought that she should protect me. So she was telling me, honey, dreams belong to the night. Let them go away with the night. And this is how I started not to tell my dreamers that often started to be 
a little bit wondering what people uh, may say if I tell my dreams. Will they judge me? Will they reject me? Will they find me silly? <laughs> so I want to kind of kind of play off of that because what one thing that I have read and experienced and many uh, many of my clients tell me is that they may have gone for years without having memorable dreams or odd dreams that 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 all during their normal re reproductive years before perimenopause their dreams were no big deal yet when they hit perimenopause all of a sudden they start having weird and very vivid dreams and dreams that they remember. And it seems to have something to do with the lessening of estrogen in their bodies. But as I've often talked about other things, we come into our own in a lot of ways during menopause and this time of our lives where we are rediscovering ourselves may in fact be giving rise to some of these oddball dreams that we have. So when Rita and I started talking a few weeks ago, we started saying, you know, this is a topic that's worth exploring. And so I asked Rita to join me today on the podcast. And so we can talk about why this complete change in our lives might give way to weird dreams and more memorable dreams and what we should be thinking about doing with those dreams. First of all, to understand our dreams and uh, our sleeping habits, uh, usually our sleep has uh, several cycles and every cycle has four stages a stage where the first stage you are right between being awake and being asleep. The second stage is the light sleep, then becomes the moderate sleep. And the last stage is the deep sleep. And uh, when you are in the last stage, in the deep sleep, uh, then you have dreams. Hmm. And then your mind activity is... Uh, very intense your mind is very active and your body is relaxing your muscles are relaxing mm -hmm. this is why sometimes you are having dreams you want to take action to run to jump to do things to walk to walk away from something and you can't move this is because your muscles are very relaxed your mind is very active it wants to move to jump to run away <laughs> Uh, but you can't move, <laughs> which is good because uh, if you could move, uh, you could move uh, and jump out of the bed mm. and have and some... Hurt yourself. Hurt <laughs> <laughs> yourself, of course. <laughs> which is good. Yeah, our body is protecting, so this is why the, the body activity, the muscles are very relaxed. Mm -hmm. There is a very rapid eye movement, REM, mm -hmm. also. And um, every cycle of our sleep takes about one hour and a half, maybe less. So when we sp uh, sleep something like six hours, there are four cycles. 
We have four dreams at the end of every cycle in the deeper sleep. And uh, we may only remember the last dream or maybe none of them. And I've read some articles about uh, the falling level of estrogen. Mm -hmm. When uh, this level of estrogen is falling down, uh, the deeper sleep is shorter. It mm -hmm. takes less minutes. So there are less minutes of uh, dreams. And dreams may be more intense. You may have weird dreams. You may have nightmares. You can even wake up suddenly in the middle of the dream. And uh, this way, the deeper sleep is shortened. Mm. You may also have problems in falling asleep again. You may have uh, insomnia problems, nightmares problems. One of the things that I've realized is that uh, used to, now even in perimenopause and late perimenopause and through early the early part of my postmenopause, I used to sleep pretty much solid, but now I would say I come very close to being awake or awaken after almost every cycle. Now, for me, that's not a big deal because I've trained myself to go right back to sleep. Um, and I have techniques that I use on the, on the rare occasion that I don't fall right back asleep. And those are available. There's a link down below in the show notes where you can get a free copy of the things that I use most often. But I think one of the reasons these weird dreams may be more uh, prevalent and remembered is this idea that we we are actually coming closer to being awake or are awakening after these sleep cycles as we go through what the sleep cycle and then we just drop right back down again but we're actually almost coming awake does that make sense to you any does that resonate with what you know yes you may even wake up at the beginning of a cycle because the uh, then you set in the alarm clock in the morning mm -hmm. and you may forget your dream because uh, you didn't wake up in the middle of the dream, not at the end of the dream, mm. but maybe in the middle of the uh, moderate cycle, moderate sleep or light sleep. Okay. I Something rarely like I that. rarely use an alarm clock unless I have a 5 a.m., 6 a.m. flight to catch. <laughs> That's one nice thing about being uh, self-employed and semi-retired is you don't get up super early in the morning um, and you let yourself wake up. So what kinds of things are dreams kind of trying to tell us? What do you think that... Um, are there some common threads, some common things that we're seeing in terms of symbols or uh, actions or things that take place in our dreams? Is there anything that you've really um, found with that? In most of my dreams, I found that my biggest fears are reflected in a very exaggerated way. Mm -hmm. After going deeper into hypnosis, studying hypnosis and meditation, mm -hmm. 
I started working with my limiting beliefs and patterns. And later I realized that uh, dreams help me even more. I can find the most of the limiting beliefs uh, I need to release in my nightmares or in my weird dreams. In your weird dreams. So are you willing to give us an example of that? Of that? Yes. Yes, for example, in one of my nightmares, I was uh, close to a mountain, I think, and there were small narrow tunnels and there were people that I used to know in that dream, but I don't know in my real life, in my waking life. Mm -hmm. And we had to enter inside, everybody had to enter inside the tunnel. I didn't want to because it looked scary, too narrow. Mm -hmm. I was afraid to get stuck inside, but uh, I was told that I had no option than uh, enter inside. So I did. And I found myself stuck inside. <laughs> I couldn't move forward. I couldn't get out, move backwards. I couldn't breathe. And um, these were repeating dreams until the, uh, the one one night I managed to say no. I uh, I don't want to enter in that town. Okay. And I think my, my mind was training to to say no. Mm hmm to say no when I don't want to do something when uh, yeah and what about not being okay stuck in, did did being stuck in that tunnel mean anything for you or you know without being able to move forward or back it did that have a relationship I, I'm just wondering it, did that have a relationship to not being able to say no and then you getting into stuck spots yes there was a relationship with my career life, with my professional life, and uh, with a relationship also. Okay. With relationship issues. So um, let me tell you about one of my earlier life. I, I don't think really? I've had this in many years, but um, one of my recurring nightmares. Um, have you... I'm assuming you've been to the ocean or to the to some place that has waves crashing yeah. on the shore, and you know how you how that has that drawback and it feels like it's pulling at your ankles when you're standing in that. Well, one of my recurring nightmares is that I am standing on a beach, and a tsunami, a giant wave, four or five times my height, is about to crash on me, and yet the water is drawing me out into into it. And um, usually, I wake up right there. It's pretty scary because I know I'm about to get smushed by this wave. Um, I'd love to know what you'd say about something like that. And now it's uh, it has changed. It evolved, or you are just. Um, I don't think I I I have I don't remember having had that for probably ten years. Um. Yeah, my life changed about the time I stopped having it. I think. Um, I, you know, I left left my job in corporate. 
and uh, started my started my business. Uh, so would you think it had something to do with that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yes. Usually the dream invites you to make a change. Mm -hmm. I think you are stuck in a situation. You can't afford staying there. And when you are making the change in your waking life, then you stop having the dream. Yeah. Interesting. I hadn't I hadn't thought about that dream in a long time. Till we were till we've been talking about dreaming and uh yes. until now. Yeah. The same that happened to me with the tunnels. I think that uh, it's similar. Yeah. Yes, it's similar. My my job was uh, very good. Most of the people would dream about a job like mine. Mm -hmm. I was quite happy, but it was not really what I wanted most. Mm -hmm. I was I, I I was saying yes to everything that <laughs> was offered to me mm -hmm. because I thought there is no better choice. There is no alternative. Mm. And when I started creating alternatives, finding solutions in my waking life. So I, one thing I talk about a lot is, is that as we go through menopause, we, we have this opportunity to open up our lives to a lot of different ideas and what I call say uh, purpose, passion, and um priorities so we those really change for us as we get into this late perimenopause into our 40s and later on into our 50s and it gives us this opportunity so what i hear you saying is you want to listen carefully to those weird dreams and not just dismiss them as um uh Oh, losing it, losing my train of thought here. Uh, but dismissing them as just simply something that belongs to the night and let it go and let it go away. Are there dreams that just belong to the night and you want to let it go? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if you remember it, it's worth worth remembering. Is that what you yes. say? Yeah. Okay. So this yes. morning I woke up dreaming. Um dreaming that I was trying to get onto the highway and I was stuck on this very, very long circuitous um, entrance ramp. It was like miles and miles of entrance ramp onto a highway. And here in the States, our entrance ramps usually aren't that long. You know, they're a quarter of a mile or something. You get on the highway very quickly from one, from the road to the, uh, but this one was very circuitous, so. I'm going to have to think about that one. That's an interesting idea. So how do you work with, with people around dreams? What do you, what do you have them do? And what do you, what is your methodology of working with this? First of all, I encourage them to write down their dreams mm -hmm. as soon as they can. I know sometimes it's uh, very difficult because you wake up in the morning. Most of the people need to prepare to go to work, to have breakfast. So sometimes 
you are in a hurry, you can't write it down, you can't write down a summary. So uh, usually if I'm uh, really in a hurry, I'm taking small notes. Sometimes there are some keywords that I write on a piece of paper in order to help me remember everything later in the day. And uh, later I can write the whole summary. And when I feel relaxed enough, I start thinking about the dream, analyzing the symbols. Sim uh, symbols are not the same for everybody. This is why I don't encourage people to look in uh, dream, books. dream interpretation dictionaries. Because mm -hmm. you know, the sea, the ocean, the highway may mean something for you, and then they may have a completely different meaning for me. The childhood house can have so many meanings for everybody. Yeah. In terms of what you lived in the childhood, your emotions, your past. Mm -hmm. so, so do you then talk with your clients about those dreams or do you let them dig out the interpretation themselves or how, how does that work? I'm encouraging them to to find their own interpretation, okay. to find their own symbols, their own meanings, according to what happens in their life. Mm. Cool. So if somebody wanted to work with you around this whole topic, how would they find you? On my website, meaningfuldreams.com. Yeah. They can and find there. And you said you had an offer for, for the listeners of the podcast? Yes, I recently, uh, I've recently done a workshop mm -hmm. that is called uh, The Dream That Told Me, that taught, that taught Me To Say No. The okay. Dream That Taught Me To Say No. And it's about uh, 36 minutes. Okay. So I can offer it to you. And that is also in the show notes, how to get to that uh, workshop and to register for it. So that is wonderful. We're going to take a short break here, and then we're going to come back and Rita's going to answer my, my two favorite questions, and I'm going to give you some answers too. Are you running on empty? Do you wake up in the morning feeling like you're done for the day before you even get out of bed? Menopause can do that to you. The changes in menopause echo throughout your body, causing symptoms like depression, anger, GERD, weight gain, insomnia, and fatigue. The symptoms can last for decades. I've helped hundreds of women get better sleep, wake up full of energy that lasts the whole day, and ditch all the other symptoms that were dragging them down. I'd like to offer you a free consultation with me to find out how you can take control of your menopause journey and feel better now. You can schedule your time to talk at menopause.guru slash consult. And we're back with Rita Mind. And Rita, I'm going to ask you the questions I ask everybody. Our first question is, what is your best piece of advice around dreams or around anything else 
to women going through this time of life and maybe finding themselves in the, the kinds of situations that we've been talking about today. I have several tips to give. Okay. First of all, I consider that menopause is um, uh, an important change in our lives. We are moving from one stage of our lives to another one. And uh, of course, this change is scary because uh, our behavior is mostly ruled by our subconscious mind and subconscious mind uh, doesn't like changes. This is true. <laughs> subconscious mind as opposed to our logical mind who tries to find the logical reasons why we should do this or that. The subconscious mind has uh, the main job to keep us alive and uh, to make our life as long as possible. And in order to keep us alive, it has to move us away from anything that can be dangerous, risky, stressful, everything that may require a lot of energy to adapt to a new situation. So this is why it rejects changes. It pushes us to, to avoid changes. It can even sabotage us in what we do in order to stay in one uh, stage of our life and not move forward. It can keep us forever in a job, in a relationship, in anything, because uh, we are used to deal with this situation. And if we make a change, this requires effort, maybe pain, maybe stress, which can uh, shorten our life. So it moves us away from any kind of change. The bad news with menopause is that we can't avoid this change. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. And the good, uh, the good news is that there is no negative event, no negative, no positive event. So no negative and positive change in our life. It is all about how we see things. So we can see uh, menopause as something positive and uh, repeat to ourselves that uh, this is great. We have all the means to do everything that we want to do. That we have enough skills, enough qualities to have an amazing career, to start a business if we want. We are loved and supported by our family members, by our partners. And um, as long as we have their support, everything is great. So we can control our thoughts. That is awesome. I, I love that. Um, the change can be very scary. Yes. But we do have the tools. And you've shown one set of tools. I use a different, a little bit different set of tools. I use very holistic means to help you control the symptoms. You use dream interpretation to help people discover what what their mind is really telling them, their sub yes. subconscious. And we can get through menopause in a much, much better way than we might fear. Okay, second question. 
three things making you smile today. You give one, I'll give one. You give one, I'll give one. So starting off, one thing making you smile today. This interview. (laughs) (laughs) Being a guest speaker in your podcast. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Um, So my cat has been playing around my feet this whole uh, interview. She is a nutcase and she won't come on camera usually um, or make make herself really known. But it just makes me smile to have her playing around my feet. Okay, another one from you. An event I'm going to participate to this weekend. It's a launch of a book. And uh, I can't wait to see how it happens. I, I'm reading that book. I, I didn't finish it yet. And uh, it will be the whole afternoon. I'm curious uh, to see how it will go on. And it's interesting you picked that one for your second one because today uh, I just submitted my book, uh, I Just Want to Be Me Again, to a fulfillment house for uh, printing and sending and distributing, which means that I have a much, much smoother process and the ability for people to order that book. By the time this podcast comes out, you can use one of the uh links in the show notes to go to my website and get a copy of I Just Want to Be Me Again sent to your house. Um, Actually, I think they do pretty much anywhere in the world. So that's pretty cool. Um, The shipping costs, of course, to some places are a little bit higher. And so eBooks are still available. And one last thing making you smile today. Being good. Having become a confident, uh, not storyteller, dream teller. Dream teller. Having, uh, telling my dreams with confidence, even finding interesting uh, friends uh, to share my dreams with them and find things in common, connecting through dreams. And lately also preparing a one-woman show about one of my nightmares and the journey in interpreting it and facing my biggest fears. That's awesome. So my third one is it's trivia night tonight. So um, I have, I, I love certain aspects of trivia nights, which are contests. I don't know if they have them in Europe, but here in the States, we have trivia nights at our bars and you go and you answer silly questions about things that nobody else knows. And I'm really good at certain categories, but I've always avoided trivia nights because 80s and 90s music, which is almost always included, is not my strength. And I have a great team now that does that part of trivia for me. So I am so excited that we have trivia night coming up tonight. Rita, thank you so much for being here and talking about this topic, because I think a lot of women really want to know whether those weird dreams are something worth paying attention to. And what you're telling me is they're bringing things up from your subconscious mind that you want to kind of process. And if you could use Rita's help, go and get her workshop and she'll tell you how you can work further with her from there. And Rita, thank you so much for joining me. I know it's uh, late in in Europe where you are and uh, thanks so much.
You are welcome. It's a pleasure to talk about dreams, subconscious mind, to be invited in your podcast. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Menopause has many annoying symptoms, but not many are worse than the lack of sleep. If you are one of the 90% of women who suffer from menopausal insomnia and or fatigue, I'd love to offer you my free download, Five Tips to Get Better Sleep Tonight. You can get it at menopausematterspodcast.com slash sleep. And let me know which of these tips works best for you.